someone's got to break the ice, and it might as well be me. I mean, I'm used to being a hostess. It's part of my husband's work, and it's always difficult when a group of new friends meet together for the first time to get acquainted. So I'm perfectly prepared to start the ball rolling. I mean, I, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself, and I'm very intrigued. And oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Are you trying to make me look stupid in front of the other guests? Don't need any help from me, sir. That's right. Oh, well, if you'll excuse me, I have to, um... Pardon me. Is there any girls room? Oui, oui, madame. No, I just want a part of my nose. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. Breathing, breath, eating breath. Mrs. Peacock was a man? Welcome, boogers, to the Late Night Fried. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very lovely, very talented, very Wookiee co-host and co-pilot. Faith, say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Can you do it as a Wookiee? Uh, I've never tried. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. No. That's pretty good. No, that's not hear, hello and Wookiee. I need Wookie, to hear though. you do it now. How do you say hello? That's hello. There it is. That's hello. <laughs> So uh, what did you think of the intro to the show? I thought that was pretty good. That huh? was wonderful. That's nice. We have a fun show tonight, though, don't we? We do. You want to tell them what we're talking about? We are talking about the 1985 movie Clue. Clue. Mm-hmm. Ooh, based on the board game. Yes. But before we get there, we have a little bit of business and a whole lot of gratitude. This past month was the best month in the history of our little show. Wow. We uh, set the highest downloads we have uh, since we started. We are currently being listened to in 15 countries around the world, and I want to thank each and every person who has taken the time to listen to the show. If you like the show and feel inclined, please leave us a rating and a review. They help us get the word out on the show. And if you don't feel like doing that, please just keep listening. We appreciate that, too. And we're going to keep working to give you the best show we can week in and week out, and it will always be a free show. Right, Faith? Correct. So 1985's Clue, directed by Jonathan Lynn and starring a whole bunch of very funny people, is our movie tonight. But first, we want to pay tribute to someone who really touched the world in a wonderful way, and he left us recently. And we didn't mention this on the show, but uh, we wanted to kind of hold off and do this here for this show. And we are talking about Peter Mayhew, the man who brought Chewbacca to life in the Star Wars movies. The seven foot three actor passed away on April 30th, 2019, at the age of 74. He played Chewbacca in five Star Wars films, was an author and philanthropist, in addition to his work as a Wookiee, and he really enjoyed the fans. He seemed to always be at conventions doing meet and greets. He uh, was a wonderful ambassador for the character of Chewbacca and for the franchise. Big guy, big heart, true general giant, big loss. Mm -hmm. So Faith, you love Chewbacca. I love Chewbacca. I think the world loves Chewbacca. What is it about that character for you that gets such a response? I think he's kind of uh, surprising in a way. I think some people look at him and kind of can be a little scared by him. But I think he's funny and he's sweet and he's loyal and brave and... He's just awesome. It's Cuddly. hard. Yeah. It's just hard not to, to love the little creature. He's, uh, he's like a teddy bear. <laughs> I said little creature. Yeah, he's like a... He's little like a, creature. Little, he's not an Ewok. He's a Wookiee. <laughs> 
Uh, he's like a teddy bear. He's yeah. like, uh, as Peter Mayhew said, he's the guy who protects you in the group. He looks out for you. He's a security blanket. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's wonderful. And uh, I think everyone can just... Re- we like cute, cuddly things, and Chewbacca is cute and cuddly. And I know people who don't even like Star Wars who like the character of Chewbacca. I think he kind of just transcends you know, those movies. He's yeah. a pop culture icon. Um, Peter Mayhew uh, seems like he was a very decent man, and I've heard as much from one of our listeners out there. Four Dollar Sushi on Instagram. That's her handle. Uh, Jordan oh, yeah. is her name. Mm-hmm. And her father has some mutual friends uh, with Peter Mayhew because he lived in Texas, in North Texas, and said he was just a heck of a guy. What, what do you get from Peter Mayhew, the, the man? I'm sure he was absolutely incredible. I think he probably brought a part of him to this character. Would you say so? Oh, absolutely. Outside of the body language, I think the sweetness is right. those eyes. You always talk about those eyes. And he had those yep. very pretty blue eyes that, that they used in that mask. Mm-hmm. And those are his eyes underneath yep. that. And what a guy. What a wonderful, wonderful, very. wonderful guy. And not many can get Harrison Ford to show emotion on national television. He did. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. That, that was a very lovely set. He was a sweet man, and you can tell Harrison was fighting back some tears. Mm-hmm. So, Peter, you, um, we love you. We absolutely adore yes, you. I do. know a lot of people around the world, you know, gave their tributes. This is our little tribute. So, usually at this point of the show, we do our feature booger of the week, but in light of Mr. Mayhew's passing, Faith, we're going to change it this week. You want to tell them what we're changing it to? Are we changing it to Wookiee of the Week? Wookiee of the Week. And I think you all out there know who our pick is for Wookiee of the Week. In fact, Wookiee for life. (laughs) Mr. Peter Mayhew is our Wookiee of the Week. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And when we get back, we are going to talk about 1985's Clue. We will see you on the other side. Cozy Corner Community Playhouse proudly presents a production of The Empire Strikes Back, starring Faith from The Late Night Fright and Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after The Late Night Fright. I love you. Yeah, I know. Come see the Cozy Corner Community Playhouse production of The Empire Strikes Back. Welcome back, Boogers. The 1985 film Clue is our movie this week. I am Dan, and with me as always is my... Wookie co-host Faith. Say hi, Faith. That's better. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> no. So they're talking about 1985's Clue. This is based on the very popular 1949 board game. The film was a collaborative effort between John Landis, director of Animal House. You like that movie, don't you, Faith? I do. I do, too. The Blues Brothers. You like that one, don't you? Mm-hmm. Not as much as me. And American Werewolf in London and producer Deborah Hill of Halloween fame. This was the first film from English director Jonathan Lynn, who will go on to direct another great comedy, My Cousin Vinny. And Faith, you know who's in My Cousin Vinny, don't you? Who's that? My my number one gal pal, Marissa Tomei. Oh, that's right. I do love the Tomei. 
Uh, the cast here is an absolute gem and includes Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren, along with Colleen Camp and Lee Ving rounding out the cast. The movie was not a hit upon its release, but found a second life on video and cable and has become a cult classic. And, you know, in doing research for this episode, I did not realize just how much of a cult classic this had become. There are midnight screenings of it, and people will act it out much in the same vein as the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think this is a great movie, and apparently if you want to have a cult classic, you put Tim Curry in it. Exactly. I think that's what you do. <laughs> so, Faith, this was your first time viewing Clue. What yes. did you think of this? I love this. I thought it was so much fun. had a lot of mystery to it, but it was just so much fun to watch. I liked it a lot. It's, it's, you hit the nail on the head. It's just a lot of fun. It is. And uh, I want to go ahead and say this. This is not a horror movie. You know, we usually do horror movies, but this is just a fun little whodunit mystery. Right. So we figured, why not? And it was produced by Deborah Hill, who did Halloween. So why not? There you go. <laughs> um, so this is the first movie to be based on a board game. And it went through a few permutations. How do you like that word? Permutations. I like, I like it. Mm -hmm. Before coming to the screen, Landis had the rights, and at one time, the playwright and screenwriter Tom Stoppard worked on the draft, as did Stephen Sondheim and Anthony Perkins. You know him, don't you? I do. Who's he? Uh, Norman Bates. And mother. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> they took a crack at the script. Landis had the basic structure that's in place, but couldn't work out the ending, so Jonathan Lynn was hired to write it. He figured out the endings, endings, because this movie has three endings. Right. And when Landis was busy directing Spies Like Us with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, they offered the movie to Lynn, and what a first movie this is. So, let's talk about the general setup. What do you think of the way the movie is set up? I think it's pretty interesting. Um, let's go ahead and say all the characters, the famous uh, pieces from uh -huh. the board, um, are being blackmailed by right. someone. That's why they show up at Hill House, named after producer Deborah Hill. So... Um, I like that it starts off very mysterious instantly. You know, like they have no idea why they're why they're here. You really don't know who they are. And you, don't really know you what's never happening. really know who no. they are because they don't use their real names. No. So uh, I think the setup of it is absolutely brilliant because really, how are you going to make a story out of Clue? Right. Right. So we've got that's, blackmail. That's what I was thinking going into this movie because I hadn't seen it. So I was like, I wonder how they're going to, you know, make this into a movie, a board game into a movie. <laughs> I it. Um, and like I said, this is the first. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Battleship, I know they did. That was kind of ridiculous. Um, can you think of any other board game movies? I know that I know mm. some are escaping us right now, but this I think the setup for this is so great. And yeah. it doesn't matter that it's clue. It just makes it a little more fun right. that you have the house there and the characters and all that. So and speaking of the characters, we're gonna get to the characters and the actors that brought them to life, but uh this movie is a comedy. So what did you think of the comedy in this? I liked it. I don't think it was overdone. I know I laughed out loud more than I thought I would. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you watch it by yourself? I did. And you laughed out loud by yourself. Isn't that the mark of something that's really funny? I laughed funny? out loud with headphones on. <laughs> right. I was watching my computer and I'm like, wow. Right. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of different comedy in this. There's a physical comedy. There's verbal comedy. There's even some, you know, toilet humor. Mm -hmm. Uh and sometimes it's silly. Sometimes it's a little smart. It's irreverent. Did did the mixture of all these styles work for you? Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, it definitely works for me because yeah. in the beginning, you know, he steps in the dog crap and then he smells it. Other people smell it. And then the other guests think they stepped in it. And that's a running joke for 
And they don't overplay that for like maybe five right. minutes. And then there's some, you know, verbal repartee. Did you like that word too? I did. I mean, I've used some big some words. Nice tonight. <laughs> yeah. I want to get invited to a cool dinner party like this. Um, so. Are you sure about that? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, return the sender. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I think the actors all bring something, like we said, there's so many different styles of comedy mm-hmm. here and every actor brings something different to the table. And I never feel like it goes, it gets too far out there. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. So it's really just a funny, funny, funny movie. And it rewards you if you watch it more than once. So uh, this film famously has three endings. The decision was made to release the film with a separate ending. So you could go see like one ending or a second ending or the third ending. Uh, when it came out on home video, all three endings were played one after another. Some have said that they think that releasing separate endings with different prints of the movie hurt it. It did hurt it at the box office because it didn't do well. People right. didn't know which ending to go see. So do you think it would have been better to release the movie as one film with all three different endings playing one after the other? I think so. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of strange to go see a movie. <laughs> and I see why they would do it to get people to go back. Right. And truthfully, I think they were proud of the movie and how it does have that repeat viewing right. uh, thing that you can go. So um, I saw it in the theater when I was a child. I was about six. We saw the Miss Scarlet ending. So we saw the A ending, I think, is what we saw. Uh, but when you play them one after the other like that, mm-hmm. I think it really does work. I think so. And I think it's fun. I'm glad that they did it because it kind of gives, uh, you know, it, it honors the, the board game right. and what it is. So, so was that how they, did they title it like that at the movies? Like It was like they'd have a, like A, yeah, like A at 515, B and B would That's be playing at 7. Yeah, so you could pick which one you went to see. That's very weird. So we just went to the to the one I think that was just the closest, you know, like to the time we were going. Yeah. But um, but then we saw it on video and it kind of blew our mind. Yeah, that, I know. like it all. Yeah. Did you have a favorite of those endings? I liked the actual last I like the ending. actual ending, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we haven't uh, talked about this and I didn't put it on the notes, but we should take just a minute. Uh, what do you think of the actual game? Oh, I love the game. I haven't played it in so long, but I love that game. I I'm a big fan of the game, too. And uh, do you have a character that you always play as when you play Clue? No. I always play as Professor Plum. Why is that? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I always have. And then Christopher Lloyd plays him in the movie. So and I love Christopher Lloyd. So I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Christopher Lloyd thing. Maybe. But uh, I, uh, like I said, I really, really, really like this movie. And uh, it's one of my favorite films out of the 80s. And I'm, I'm, I'm upset that it didn't do more. But uh, I'm really glad that it has a second life. And uh, when they do this, they actually like will perform it on stage in front of the film, hmm. like they do like the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. So cool. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I, and people will do the lines, and there's some really quotable lines in this movie. Definitely. We're, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Um, so let's see. You know, Faith, I think it's. Uh, I think it's time to take a break. What do you think? I think so too. Turn the phones off. We're not taking phone calls tonight. Thank God. Yeah. If you've been following the show, we get some really interesting phone calls. So, uh, but when we get back, we are going to continue this discussion of the 1985 movie Clue. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. If it's been a while, definitely check it out. It's pretty funny. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side.
the character itself is basically a teddy bear. Security. security. People love security. I bet everybody here had a security blanket of some sort oh, yeah. during during the childhood. Mm -hmm. Therefore, this character represents the guy next door, the person that looked after you in a group, yeah. and he just oh, oh, he just grew on. On the first movie, he was a, he was a minor character. Second movie, Empire, he became part of the good group. The rest is history. It was really hard for him to do what he, what he did for us, what he did for all of us. And he did it with uh, uh, real dignity and class. He was a, he was a really uh, neat guy. Uh, miss him. And how you doing, Chewbacca? Mm. Still hanging around with this loser? to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we are going to finish up with a discussion about the 1985 film Clue. Uh, two quick notes here before we get into the characters. Let's talk about the costumes and the sets here. What did you think of the costumes and sets in Clue? I loved them. I liked the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Design? Yeah, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I think the mansion looks great. Did yeah. you notice that the characters were all wearing the opposite of their color? So like Mrs. White was in black. Yes. Um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Scarlet was in green. Yes. I thought that was a neat touch. But their cars were all the character of their game pieces. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was that was really great. Um, and finally, the John Norris score. I really like that opening theme. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, just, just really puts you in that yeah. mood for a mystery. Yeah, it does. So, here we go. Are you ready to do it? Sure. All right. We're gonna do it alphabetically by actor, and we're gonna talk about each of these performers. Uh, before we get into the main cast, I would just like uh, to note that Miss Colleen Camp, who plays a vet, we're gonna we're gonna talk about her a little bit. She has a uh, great set of wits about her, wouldn't you say? What exactly are you talking about here? Did you not watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That one fell flat. That's what she said. There you go. That's my joke. I got you. All right, let's do this. Eileen Brennan, Academy Award nominee Eileen Brennan, who is uh, most famous for the movie Private Benjamin, starring Goldie Hawn. She plays Mrs. Peacock. Faith, what did you think of Mrs. Peacock? <laughs> she was probably my favorite. I, I mean, I can't really pick a favorite. But I loved her. She was so weird and overdramatic. And tell our listeners uh, what she was wearing. Please describe to our listeners what she's wearing in this movie. What does she wear on her head? Uh, I don't like, know what I it know. is. I was hoping you. I was like, is what? it feathers or feathers and leaves? Like, and looks like a peacock. Yeah, she looks like a peacock. She, she so rolled around on the grass. Or to something. me, uh, she's the most kind of physically funny of them. Those faces that she makes. Right. Um, and usually uh, we hold off to the end of the show to do favorites, but we're going to go through them with each of these characters. Okay. So so Eileen Brennan is Mrs. Peacock. She's the uh, wife of a senator who is being blackmailed 
and um, she's a piece of work. Yes. She is a hysterical, <laughs> literally hysterical piece of work. Uh, favorite Mrs. Peacock moments? Oh, I think the moment when she thought she was poisoned with the brandy. I was going for that. The fe- the look on her face <laughs> when she is sitting on that couch. Yes. And then when Michael McKean as Mr. Green slaps her, I think it's... Yes. It's just gold. And the moment, too, when she says, uh, and it was in the intro, uh, I need to go powder my nose. Is there a, uh, you know, little girl's right. room? We, we, my dad. No, no, no. I just need to go powder my nose. <laughs> I I think she is absolutely hysterical. Now, she had just gotten out the Betty Ford Clinic for an opioid addiction because she had been, she'd gotten hit by a car a few years earlier. Like, oh, wow. bad. Uh, I was out of its socket. Uh, she oh was gosh. laid up for a while, and she got addicted to painkillers, as you can imagine. And had come off of that. So this was demanding for her to do. But Christopher Lloyd said in an interview that they just loved seeing her work and were glad that she was back working. And she's she's really fun. She's become my favorite of this group just because she's so yeah. off the wall. They're all in those glasses that she's I wearing. Know. So so uh, moving on, uh, our next character is not a game piece, but he is the butler. Although technically, I guess you could say he is part of the game. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Tim Curry, the great Tim Curry, Pennywise the Clown from 1990s It. He's Booger Movie Hall of Fame right there. He is. Yep. Uh, he plays Wadsworth the Butler, created specifically for this movie. Uh, Tim Curry, I like Tim Curry. I think he's a very good actor. I think he's a neat actor. Uh, has a neat energy. He's got energy in this movie. What did you think of Tim Curry as Wadsworth the butler? And what is his job specifically in the movie? Would you like to tell them what he does? He bottles. He bottles. What did, uh, and he's kind of the uh, linchpin of this because he gets everybody to the house. So, uh, what did you think of Tim Curry's performance here? I enjoyed him a lot. Um, I haven't seen him in every single movie he's been in. Like I'm sure everybody else has because you know, He's so lovable, but I thought he was he was really great in this. I think he was funny at times, but you know, very funny and really to me anchors this movie. Yeah, it's kind of the heart say. of the movie, and uh, it's totally worth it for the last act of this movie when he explains what has happened and does it breathlessly, mm-hmm. and just does it and is running around <laughs> that house. Um, I think that's my favorite part of his. He's just. Running back and forth. And- yeah, that's that's absolutely my favorite part. And my favorite part of that is when he drags Mrs. White up the stairs and then just <laughs> drops her, which I think is, is brilliant. And let's say this, too. This cast does a great job of playing off of one another. Did you notice no one tries to outdo anyone? They're yes. just playing as a group. And mm-hmm. you don't see that too often in modern comedies for right. me. They're all trying to see who can be grosser or who can be smarter or whatever. They really do a great job playing off of each other. Tim Curry... He's absolutely great. So favorite, you're going with uh, just that last third act of his, huh? I love it. <laughs> I I think he's, I think he's great. Madeline Kahn, the late great Madeline Kahn, plays Mrs. White. She was an Academy Award nominee for Blazing Saddles. She worked a lot with Mel Brooks. She was known for as a singer and a comedic actress. I absolutely adore. Her. I thought she was absolutely beautiful. And um, I was telling you, and we ever had a little crush on her when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> Love her as Mrs. White. She is the Black Widow here, and she is done up in black. Uh, what did you think of Miss Khan here? Did, you didn't know who she was, right? I didn't. Okay. Um, no, uh, I loved her. I think, again, she's also one of my favorites. It's hard to pick, and I think you know which part I like of hers. It's the part, I think, for everyone that is like the standout <laughs> moment of the movie, and we put it in the intro because it's just 
kind of everybody knows that part of the movie. And uh, do you, would you like to tell them what part that is? I can't remember exactly what she was saying. She was talking about how much she hated Yvette. That's it. But and flames. Flames. And, <laughs> and that was the only <laughs> moment in this movie that was ad-libbed. This, and by the way, I want to make that point about the script with Jonathan Lynn. Um, everything was on the page here. They didn't go off of this too much. So they let her do that because she was Madeline Kahn. <laughs> and uh, the look on Tim Curry's face when she's doing this is... Uh, it's priceless. priceless. You can see it. You can tell he's trying not to lose it. So, uh, I like when she talks about flies. What flies? Flies. That's what men are most vulnerable in their fly. <laughs> I like the way she talks. I do too. That Judy Garland thing she has going on. <laughs> um, and uh, I do like, uh, although maybe it's more of a Tim Curry moment when Tim Curry says, "And there was Mrs. White standing there, all pale and tragic." Oh, well, that, that's it. I don't think of that. She too. she was just very funny, and uh, that little laugh she gives at one point in the movie when she goes, "Ha!" She's. A, <laughs> they said Madeline Kahn in real life was a little behind everyone else and enjoyed being a little behind. Had to catch up, work to catch up to people, and uh, you can feel it in here. She's yes. just a little behind everyone else. So. I absolutely love her. Christopher Lloyd is Professor Plum. Christopher Lloyd, of course, best known for playing Doc Brown in the Back to the Future movies and the Reverend Jim Ignatowski in the Taxi TV show. Uh, he's wonderful, too. I mean, we're going to say this yeah. about all of them, but he's absolutely wonderful. He's a lot more subdued to me than the rest of the cast. I was going to say that. He didn't. He stood out, but he didn't stand out as much as It's more Mrs. like Peacock what he or, says right. and not how he says it. Uh, my favorite Christopher Lloyd moment is when they draw straws and he goes up to Mrs. Peacock and he goes, you and me, honey bunch. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite moment. And then uh, when they're looking at the dirty pictures and, uh, you know, there's no way anyone can get in this position. Sure there is. I'll show you. <laughs> and it's Madeline Kahn. I believe, get off me. So yep. um, doesn't he look like he would be Professor Plum? Though? He does. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And um, yeah, not that. There's just not a lot to say about him. He's great in the movie. Right. It's just he's not as uh, upfront, I think, as everyone else. He's not, yeah, uh, not over the top as yeah. everybody else. Did you have a favorite moment with him? Um, not that I can think of. I like the moments you mentioned. Those were good moments, but I can't think of anything else that really I like. Uh, I like when he puts his hand on Mrs. Scarlet's uh, behind. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you know why isn't the car moving? It's frightened. Yeah, that uh, Christopher Lloyd voice is just wonderful <laughs> I, I love him so this actually you know i said you know they're all kind of my favorite that michael mckean as mr green might be my favorite performance in the movie because it's a long con on the audience <laughs> so michael mckean of uh spinal tap and lenny and squiggy from laverne and shirley fame plays mr green and would you like to tell our listeners what mr green um is or what he claims to be homosexual is what he claims to uh, be. homosexual is what he claims to be he's actually not but uh he's doing a long con he's an fbi plant even though uh, mrs scarlet thinks that men like him are usually called fruits <laughs> so uh no offense we're not we're just no we're just quoting the movie, movie. <laughs> um michael mckean would you like to describe the character of mr green oh he's uh he seems kind of uptight maybe the word or uptight is definitely the word (laughs) he's a little on the uh, nervous side yes (laughs) and they don't play him like effeminate they don't play him you know in that stereotypical you know like you would imagine you know they would you know they don't go for the cheap joke of oh he's a homosexual so he's he's, he's such a you know woman or something like the effeminate man he's just he's cowardly and uh funny and uh kind of sweet and sensitive too yeah You, you get that from him um 
And uh, would you like to tell them what the twist is with the uh, ending C? That he is the plant, the FBI plant. He is the FBI plant, and this movie does have my favorite last line in any movie. Go ahead. You thought he was homosexual for the entire movie. After he shoots Wadsworth, who's actually Mr. Body, who's blackmailing him, he says, I'm going home to sleep with my wife. (laughs) Cue shake, rattle, and roll. I think it's the greatest ending line in any movie. I really do. I think it's just hysteria. And that look on his face, too. I know. So uh, Michael McKean, I love Michael McKean. Uh, Martin Mull. Another one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, he's also one of my favorites. <laughs> he plays Colonel Mustard. And as I've gotten older, I've really come to enjoy him in this movie. What did you think of the character of Colonel Mustard? I liked him. He seemed very uh, sure of himself, maybe, or confident. He's sure of, of himself, but he's the biggest idiot of the yes. bunch, which is great. <laughs> so, I again, they're all wonderful here. Did you have a favorite moment with, uh, with Colonel Mustard? Ooh, let's see. My mind's blank. What about you? I like that look on his face when the chandelier yes. uh, falls falls behind him. Uh, I like when he's rallying the troops. This is war, Peacock. You know that <laughs> all that. He's just an idiot. He he really <laughs> is an idiot. And uh, next time you watch the movie, really revel in the idiocy of the Colonel Mustard <laughs> character because uh, he's not very smart. No. I would say he's the dumbest of this bunch, which is saying something. <laughs> And then finally, we come to Leslie Ann Warren, best known as playing Cinderella in a Disney musical live action TV version of uh, Cinderella. Way back in the day, she plays Miss Scarlet. Now, she was a last minute replacement. The original choice was Carrie Fisher, and she was going to do it. But going back to the Betty Ford Clinic, we mentioned she had to check herself into the Betty Ford Clinic (laughs) right before filming of the movie for cocaine abuse. And Leslie Ann Warren filled in at the last minute. I love her in this movie. I would love to see what Carrie Fisher could have done with this but what did you think of leslie ann warren and would you please describe what she is wow i think she's a hoot <laughs> mrs scarlet yes she's just what's the word i'm looking for um she's very in, in enthusiastic about yes. what's going on yes um she's very um the word and she is a madam yes there you go yes <laughs> but i do i do like her <laughs> She's the most honest of the characters because she doesn't lie about what she is. Um, She uh, she admits to it at the end. And you killed him. Correct. (laughs) Who are you? Perry Mason. Uh, I think she's sexy as hell in this movie, too. too. She just has that. I like her dress. Yes. And, you know, she couldn't sit down in that dress. I think. Yeah, I could see that. She she was going (laughs) to fall out of it. (laughs) In more ways than one. Uh, What what stood out to you about Leslie Ann Warren here? I just like what she brought. I honestly don't think I could have seen Carrie Fisher play in that role. I really don't think I could have. I think the smarm would have been a little strong if Carrie had done it. Yeah, I think there's just something. um, My mind is blank right now. There's something very, I wouldn't say sweet about her role. She's tough, but she's uh, well, she's got this little approachable and she um, charm to her in a way. There's a a real charm to her. Yeah. (laughs) Even though she's a madam, a right. lady of the night, you know, uh, she fully cops to it. I, I, I adore her in this movie. I do too. Um, I think they're all just absolutely hysterical. So, uh, so let's get to it. Uh, we were kind of doing favorite moments with the characters. Any favorite moments, though, just in the film in general that you want to talk about? Because I have found that when I talk about Clue with people and I find out that someone is a Clue fan, 
we just sit there and talk about the movie. This seems to be the way that this movie works. So just anything that sticks out, just just throw something out. Favorite lines, favorite moments. I like every. I like when the cop shows up, and they're trying to hide the two rooms, the study, and the what was other right. room, the lounge, the lounge. Right. I, I like that whole little bit. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover's on everyone else's phone. Why shouldn't he be on mine? Um, I, it's hard for me to pick a, pick a favorite. I, I like Yvette. I think Yvette is very funny. Me too. When they're standing there at the bottom of the hallway and they haven't moved. Well, go ahead. You go ahead. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like the moment where Michael McKean stands up and announces to the group that he's a homosexual and then sits down and says hello to Professor Plum, who promptly <laughs> scoots over on the couch. I just think it's precious the whole moment. Um I don't know. It's. I think it's. How smart is this movie? It's. It's really smart. It's very smart. As silly as it is, it's silly done right. It I, is. And you know they're talking about doing a remake of Clue, not this movie, but just doing Clue. And I don't know that hmm. anything would be as good as this. I know a few years ago they talked about having Johnny Depp play the the Butler character. Um, hmm. I, I don't know, know that, that this would work. This is so perfect. This really is pretty perfect so three endings miss scarlet did it in ending a mrs peacock did it in ending b and then they all did it in ending c Mm -hmm. and it turns out that wadsworth was mr body and mr green was a plant not a fruit and (laughs) killed him in the hall with the revolver which was a great callback to the to the board game itself so uh did you have a favorite of the three endings yeah the last the the actual you mentioned that i should i I did i should have been listening (laughs) still in mourning over peter peter uh, that's okay it's okay uh, I, I adore this. How, how willing are you to go out and seek out some of the other movies that these fine people have been in? Oh, absolutely. I love this cast. I'd, I'd see anything they're in. It's a shame that we didn't get more of them together. I, I would know. have liked to have seen some more movies with these people. Where do I know Leslie Ann Warren from? Uh, I don't know. She's been in so much stuff. It's escaping me at the moment. I know. When I was watching, I was like, I know... I just never even looked her, you know, looked it up. She, I think she's a, she's still a lovely woman too, mm-hmm. which is, which is great. So, uh, so this is a little pit stop. We're just kind of doing a little comedy. Uh, we'll be back to proper booger movies. So Faith, you have anything else about 1985's Clue? I don't think I do other than if you haven't seen it, you need to. Right. Watch this movie. So I think that's about it on my end. I think so too. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep your monster, monster on a leash. We will see you on the other side. You have reached the late night fright with Den and Faith. If they did not answer, they do not want to talk to you. Please leave a message and stay spooky, boogers. Good evening, Dan and Faith. I have been listening to your show with great fervor over these past few months. I regret that I wasn't able to join you tonight, but I was having an old friend for dinner. I think you know what I mean. I understand next week you'll be doing a little film I was involved in, one that involves some lambs and their screaming faith. Can you hear the lambs screaming faith? Do they still haunt you in the night? Do you think about the lambs when you're talking to your mommy and your daddy back there in West Virginia, or is it... Cozy Corner, and what about you, Dan? Something eating at you, gnawing at your bones. Perhaps something will gnaw at your bones. 
We're gonna have so much fun, as much fun as you did when your finger went through the toilet paper and touched your butthole and your daddy was so proud. He thought he had a real green thumb, it turns out it was brown, you both know what I mean. I'll be there next week to talk about that little movie about the lambs. We're gonna have so much fun, goody goody. I regret I have to fly away now, fly, fly, fly away like a stalling, but I'll see you next week, late night Fridays. Okie dokie. Ta-ta. H. <laughs>